Okay, you can, this, here's what's up. We can reward ourselves with food, you know, much in the, in the. <laughs> I'm already <laughs> hungry though. But, exactly, but I'm saying that there is a, there's a, a tradition, a biological tradition of caloric reward. Are we recording? Yeah. Okay. And um, I, I, th- I feel like we have to maintain that because invariably if we try to record a podcast after we've been sated, I, it's like, I understand that after lunch is difficult. Well, yeah, exactly. But I'm also saying that's like, you know, this metaphor is often leveraged in the rap game, you know, where young rappers are said to be hungry, mm-hmm. right? I think that, you know what I mean? Like later on, maybe, we, maybe less hunger. I, I don't, don't think they're physically hungry. I'm physically hungry. I think they're talking about like a determination to succeed. That's a huge Whereas <laughs> I'm talking about a need for, you know, a sandwich. <laughs> for actual calories. Yeah. Well, and it'll be very novel too, because this is actually our first day back um, from Australia, yeah. So we can we can go to our traditional haunts wherever we want. But I don't want to talk about that right now because that'll just make me hungrier. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're gonna avoid that. Yeah, we just uh, need to write a strip. Yes, yes. Quick, we, like we can and we will. So let's get there. Okay. Uh, so you saw Big Hero Six? I did see Big Hero. I thought 6. it was great. Yeah. Did your did your uh, your eldest? Appreciate it? Yeah, all my kids loved it. All two of them. Well, yeah, Ronya found it scary. Oh. She found a tall man dressed entirely in black with a kabuki mask surrounded by evil, psychically controlled robots to be a, a scary thing. Hmm. Um, and I, you know, I have to say, he was, he was executed in a very menacing way. Yeah, he was a great villain, and I honestly didn't see that twist. I mean, I know spoilers. I guess, well, no, but. but I mean, the reality is that you know when you're when you're looking at something like that, you have, you're thinking about the audience, right? Yeah, you say it's like on one level, it's like yeah, we want sophisticated storytelling, but on the other level, we also want kids to be able to parse this thing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right. Like it's it's fun. Like I'm sure this is happening with Gabe too, where you know he's starting to read books where things like the twist. Sure. Right. Or like all the classic stuff, you know, there's the first time you experience those, right? Yeah. Oh, you're actually related to the villain. <laughs> oh, shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or someone who, who, was, who died didn't really die. Yeah. You know, there's the first time that you come at all that stuff. And what's funny is that I, I think that a lot of times, you know, for them, a lot of times their first encounter with some of those tropes is going to be in games. Yeah. Like, did you play all the way through a Monument Valley? I did, yeah. Y- yeah, I mean, some of those, those are some big-ass themes in there. Oh, I didn't understand any of the themes in there. Yeah, but, but you, you don't have to understand them consciously to be, like, affected by some of the visual imagery in there. Like, when you're being followed by that weird sort of totem pole creature. Are the birds? Yeah, yeah, the, the weird birds. I mean, obviously, just the colors and the execution of the visuals are they're having an effect on you, even if you don't one hundred percent get them. Yeah, uh, like one hundred percent, like you can make a diagram, right? Yeah. It's still an emotion. That game is still a really emotional experience, and you know, a lot of the first times he had encountered some of those things, he encountered them in that game. Hmm. That dude was uh, he was actually out in Melbourne. Like the designer of that game was out in Melbourne during PAX Oz, and I had a chance to talk with him about that it's just super interesting and then he showed me this crazy shit he um they're fucking around with gear vr oh okay so but it's like the art style that i saw in there i don't don't think it's like related to it 
100% or anything like that, but the art style was Monument Valley type art, except you're seeing it from a first person perspective. Mm, interesting. Oh man, it was cool. I'm, I'm bullish on that though. So, yeah, the, I liked Big Hero 6, but once again, I left the theater after having watched a, you know, a 3D rendered, you know, computer rendered movie, wishing that the entire thing looked like the end credits. Well, I'm so fucking sick of this. Yep. Every one of these movies, they f- they just save all this incredible 2D art and put it in the end credit sequence, and it looks amazing. And what you get for the actual movie is a CG, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, like every other. It's like it's like they need to they need to like that 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 team is grandfathered in. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, I I don't even have to ask. Well, I'll ask, but only because I know the answer. The end credits of. The Incredibles. Oh. See, yeah, that's, that's the sound. Like, end I, credits I, of The Incredibles, end credits of Rapunzel, end credits oh, of... Oh, fucking A, the end of Rapunzel. Yeah, or Tangled, and, if you will. Or Tangled, yeah. Frozen also. Frozen, Kung now, Fu Panda. Now, Morak, did yeah. you enjoy Feast? Feast was great. Now, is Feast closer to what you're looking for? Uh, probably, yeah. Just, you know, give me something. Yeah, now, is it... Give me is, some style. Is the issue... Is the issue with sort of the template of the big screen animated feature now? Do you just do you like that other part because it's so different, or because all the the major parts of the movies are the same? Uh, There's sort I, of a single tone that they think kids like. I like seeing artistic expression. Like I like seeing something interesting. Now, do you like the final credits because once the model has been established in the film, now it can be interpreted? Could you even do the 2D part without interpreting the 3D part? Oh, I think so. My, my guess is that a lot of their concept art looks that way. I mean, if you look at the concept art for Wreck-It Ralph, it's incredible. Yeah, it's pretty fly. Yeah. All those movies have amazing 2D art, and then it all gets homogenized into a, you know, a, an actual feature, which is sad. Yeah, and it's always, I mean, it, it's sad, but it's better than it used to be. Like, I, I think Tangled was sort of a signpost for how you can get that sort of 2D animated life yeah. in there. I think it's better than it was. Yeah. You know, I'll be interested to see I'll be interested to see if if Toy Story 4 goes anywhere. I'm honestly surprised they're doing that. But I guess well, not. Well, they make a bajillion dollars yeah. every time they release one. I'm not I, I, surprised. I understand that it's a but I mean they could make they could make a lot of money making a lot of different kinds of sequels, I guess. Or maybe maybe they make the sequels for the big ones, right? Yeah. Cars like the really big plays. Yeah, I'm not there, sure a Wally sequel. Yeah, I was gonna say there good. might not be a Wally two. Yeah, but there should sure as shit be an Incredibles two. Like there should be. Well, yeah. I mean that. But that director's doing Tomorrowland now. I don't even know what that is. Uh, well, the the guy that directed Incredibles, he's directing a live action movie called Tomorrowland for Disney. That. Oh yeah, I'm I'm saying I don't know what Tomorrowland is at all. Uh, it, it's hard Tomorrowland, to Tomorrowland is it sort of like when they made like the haunted house. Like it's a part of Disney that yeah. has become a movie, like Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, there's not. There's only like a, a pretty quick little teaser. It looks cool though. Well, I'm intrigued. It's got George Clooney. What? Yeah. What? Yeah, they're, they're going hard after those those little sub brands. Yeah. Okay, I can't watch that right now. That but was none too- of this none of this brings us closer to a comic, Jerry. It's it's bringing us so close. I like I can almost taste it. So I've been playing a lot of games. Oh, absolutely. And so have you. It's true. A, a comic should come. You're saying you're saying naturally. that, it, that it, under these circumstances, the comic should flow. Yeah, I think so. It must flow. 
Now you're you've been playing Assassin's Creed Unity. Yeah, you know, and Unity comes out on the eleventh. So by the time by the time this comes out That game will be out. That game will be out. And so it's totally okay to talk about it. Yeah, I mean if we wanted to make a strip about I can't, that. I can't I can't get in trouble. Right. Do you ever have to follow someone without them seeing you? Yeah, but I'm so good at that that I never, f I never fail those anymore. Like uh -huh. that, that type of mission for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, and but it's there's a lot less of that too. In some, it's sort of a reboot. I feel like it's a reboot in some ways. Is it a reboot in terms of gameplay? Um, like, is there some interesting new stuff there? Well, I would, I would say that in gameplay, it's a deboot. <laughs> oh. <laughs> right. There's no pirate ship, right? Well, and that's that's the fucked up thing. That was the only thing that, like, that was the reason I liked ba Black Flag. Oh, yeah. I think that Black Flag, you know, because it was on a super mature, like, that was a super mature piece of technology by then. Sure. Right? And so they could go, they could just go batshit. Like, they introduced it with Connor in three, and it's like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is kind of big. And it's like, but it wasn't, it was a part of the game but it wasn't like a super core part of it, right? Yeah. And then, like, that's basically your car in 4. Right. It's like, a, it's like an RPG car that you can constantly upgrade and beautify. Um, and people sing shanties to you while you're on Oh, Jesus. And, and, then, but, I mean, and I'm curious to see, because they, they, they move that, they move the bar when it comes to AC Rogue. But I, I literally just played an Assassin's Creed game for 20 hours. Yeah. And I don't know if, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if I can do, I don't is know if I can. Is there a pirate ship analog in this game? Or is you just running around in a city again? No, they don't even have horses. Oh, shit. No, no, there's, <laughs> the pirate ship analog is your feet, and the analog <laughs> for the water is the ground and buildings. I see. So, so yeah, I mean, I think that, it, it, there's also, there's other losses too, right? There's, there's no competitive multi. Mm. Like, I mean, that's that's important. I remember when they launched multiplayer with Assassin's Creed, and people were like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Because there's a tendency for people to add multiplayer to games that don't need it and sure. not really invest the time to make it a real thing, to make it a real boy. But that was not the case with AC. No, it was fucking insane. It was hide and go seek. It was it was a hide and go seek the game yeah. with totally ballin' art. Every one of those characters belongs in a museum. It looked pretty good. Jesus. Well, it's just, it's just cool ideas, and it expanded the fiction. It was awesome. It's everything I want out of something like that. And I, I, definitely, I definitely want co-op. But the reality is that we played the multiplayer of Assassin's Creed as a co-op game already. Sure, we worked together. There was, there wasn't, there was, we didn't really play it against the AI that much. But what I want out of a co-op experience is to have shared goals in an environment that we can help each other accomplish. But I mean, if I'm gonna get this game tomorrow, and you already played it, are you gonna wanna play co-op? Well, here's the reality. I haven't been able to play co-op at all. Is it a different campaign? Well, so, so check it out. Menu-wise, you're walking around in the town. Okay. Right? And when you get up to some, every now and there's some types of events that are like sort of, you get there and then something happens. Uh -huh. But generally speaking, when you're starting a mission in this game, you're walking up to an object or a zone. And you and decide to start it. You decide to start it. And the so think about this, the entire town. So you played through, um, or maybe you played Blacklist? 
Blacklist. Splinter Cell Blacklist? Yeah. Um, so when you start looking at the world map, there's a lot of missions that are multiplayer missions. Oh, I see. They're sprinkled around. Yeah. And so you're walking all around. Like an, I, I own a, a substantial, you know, I'm just going to come out with it, profitable line of cafes okay. in France. Nice. Congratulations. Period. Period. Okay. Right? Um, there's all kinds of missions in these places. All kinds of different missions I can take. Some, you know, some of the missions are for larger crews. Some of them are for two players. But there's a lot of missions that have, you know, in some cases that have interesting introductions mm -hmm. uh, about characters and they sort of set the stage for teams of assassins to handle this stuff. And I, I feel like this, I like this step. You know, Splinter Cell had to get there too. It had to be, it was like three games in. The second game had, Jesus Christ, was that even in... Yeah, Pandora Tomorrow, Pandora Tomorrow had, multi had, had multiplayer. competitive and cooperative multiplayer. Yeah. Right? And then they just carried it forward with the third game, right? And so it, it took a little while to get there. And I think that with the shift of the new technology, there's some of the things that, there's some of the things that just couldn't be accomplished. Sure. But there is a ton. I mean, there is hours of content in this game that I have not played yet. Okay. I'd like to try some co-op for sure. Here, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, when I get home, I'll... I'll try to make sure that I'm ready to do that part of it. Yeah, you have to get it for the PS4. Yes, I know. I know. I know. I know that I I can hear the, all the conversation. We don't even have to have it. Okay. I have it. I have it dialed in. But but yeah, it's like if there's no boat, there's no boat. <laughs> yeah, there's no pirate ship. There's no pirate ship. Exactly, and I feel like that conversation, which is an actual conversation that we have had while these microphones have been on. Well, like, you can't. You can't give someone a pirate ship and then take it away. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't do that's that. That's not, that's that's like the iron law. You can't be like, hey, you're a pirate. Here's a ship. Have fun. And then ask for it back. Yeah, you. that's not, That that's against the rules, man. Yeah, when the next iteration of that game comes out, there better be a fucking pirate ship. Yeah, so. exactly. The, the, pi the ground fucking floor. Is pirate ships now. <laughs> is a pirate ship. Is the deck of a ship, specifically the jackdaw. Yeah, that's I mean, it where should, it starts. Well, no, I mean, it should be like the Ebon Hawk in all the old Knights of the Old Republic games. Yeah. Don't even fucking explain it. No. Just <laughs> say, hey, here's the jackdaw. That's like the Millennium fucking Falcon in every book. Right. Oh, wait, here it is. It's the Millennium Falcon. It's still rad. It's like, oh, it, it, it appeared to be a YT-1000 Krillian cruiser. But it's actually <laughs> the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I want to brush the dirt off the bow and see jackdaw yeah it has to say jackdaw yeah. on there like maybe one of the letters can't even be made out yeah and i'm gonna have to fix it up you have no choice it's gonna be it's michael it's been dry docked i'm gonna have to swab the deck God, and then you're gonna then you're gonna go below decks and you're gonna find a hidden compartment sure so already we're we're we're, we're moving the ball down field here <laughs> incredible experiences for users yeah um at no point do you attend uh, a seminar. Or they should a, call you, it, you never attend a webinar. <laughs> you don't work at Google. Assassin's Creed, you don't have a pirate ship anymore. That's what they should call it. Yeah. Assassin's Creed without a pirate ship. That doesn't sell as many copies, but that's the truth. Well, yeah. And I, again, like I think that a lot of people came in, they were, they were drawn in by the sort of overarching thing. And I... I don't. I, I thought it was. I thought the writing was really fun. I thought the characterizations were really good too. Yeah. Um. But when people just when people sing all the time, 
when you're going from place to place. And when every time you get on the boat, people clap. <laughs> they clap. It's the, it's the captain on deck. Yeah. And then if I go to an island, I don't even care how big this island is. If there is a shanty fucking jumping around. I'm going to get that shanty. Yeah, I, I stay getting shanties. Yeah, I imagine I am not the only person who had gotten kind of bored with Assassin's Creed. Well, no, man. I, then, I, I, I think that I think that's but but that's in the that's in the DNA of Black Flag. Yeah, it's like okay. So what what would happen if we made an Assassin's Creed game that wasn't an Assassin's Creed game? Yeah, and it sold like fucking hotcakes. It was totally rad. So yeah, I, I think I I mean as a as, as an AC fan, I I think Unity is is there's a lot going for it. I don't I don't feel like it didn't move the story super far. I didn't feel like they took 100 percent advantage of the period. You know, but for Assassin's Creed fans, uh, it's this new piece of technology that they've made is just fucking gross. Sure. It's gross. And it is able to, it's able to sell some of the crowd stealth stuff that they've never really been able to pull off. Oh, yeah. That was the thing I noticed when I played a little bit at PAX Australia, the size of the crowds is is impressive. Oh, yeah. So when when you're pushing your way through that crowd... You know, like it's now you're able to hide in these crowds. It yeah, isn't like yeah, you yeah. walk up to some priests and then you sort of auto move around with them for a while. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a, that's a different thing. So on the on the for AC fans, I think it's a win. We lost some features, but it's it's like a franchise building thing, right? <laughs> it's a franchise year yeah. where they the technology base has to be there for them to push it. Yeah, but absolutely for those that fan that is a new fan. Yeah, I can under I can absolutely understand why they would feel uh, somewhat ill used. Uh, I think that that's what Rogue is for, but Rogue is still on the last base. Yeah, it's you know, I don't play that many first run Xbox 360 PS3 games anymore. I don't play any. You know what I mean? Uh-uh. It just doesn't happen. But yeah, I feel like this is. So how do we encapsulate that, so to speak? Is the conversation is gaming? Because I mean, honestly. I think that there are probably going to be some people who are surprised that you never step foot on a boat. Yeah. I feel like there's going to be people, especially, let's say they came in at three or they came in at four, like they think that sailing around on boats... Is where it's at now. Well, yeah. Or at least, at the very least, a boat analog. Sure. Like yeah. a ship. Yeah, exactly. Or a sub. Or a submarine. <laughs> or a, a cruise ship. A water vessel. <laughs> water going. <laughs> sea going. Seagoing vessel. Yeah, of some kind. Yeah. It's like you can't you can't give someone a pirate. I feel like that's the key, yeah. right? It's not done. It's it's, it's you, you don't see that kind of thing in the finer houses. You can't see so let's see. I mean, you ready to play some Assassin's Creed Unity? No. Fuck that shit. <laughs> what? No pirate ship, no sail. That's actually a, a pirate ship joke, but I meant like I wouldn't buy the game. Not like a main, not like a mainsail. <laughs> I don't mean like the mainsail of a pirate ship. I mean like I'm not going to buy it. What are you talking about? You can't give someone a pirate ship and then just fucking take it away. You're, you're not going to play Assassin's Creed Unity because you don't get a pirate ship. <laughs> I have standards. <laughs> Can't give someone a pirate ship and then take it back. And a pirate ship no sail. Which I mean, it's, and and I don't mean sail like a mainsail. <laughs> I mean like I'm no purchase. I'm not purchasing it. 
What I like is that, so generally speaking, if we have a piece of dialogue from Gabe, like we have to sort of go back through it and make sure there aren't any smart words in it. Yeah. But I'm going to give Gabe, a pi if he's actually obsessed with pirate ships, I'm going to say he can have mainsail. Yeah. I, th I think that if like he, he for him, like, he is invested, right? Yeah. You can give someone a pirate ship in one game and then take it away in the next game. So you, you want all Assassin's Creed games from now on to be pirate themed? I want all games of all kinds. <laughs> I want all games of all kinds. No. <laughs> You're saying that that all Assassin's Creed should make you a pirate and give you your own ship to sail around and have adventures. Yeah, actually that sounds pretty good. <laughs> now that I say it out loud. You want all Assassin's Creed going forward to have pirate ships. I want all games going forward to have pirate ships. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I think it's I think it's, I think it's funny if it's all. Yeah. It's a, all game cuz cuz then it just you start, start you start thinking about it. Bayonetta 2. Where's my pirate ship? Yeah, where's my pirate ship at? It's like <laughs> But also like I mean that's all the Millennium Falcon is. Like going back that's what it is. Yeah. It's a pirate ship. <laughs> you want the Hawk is a pirate ship. You want all Assassin's Creed's games to have going forward to have pirate ships. I want all games going forward to have pirate ships. Bayonetta 2, where's my fucking pirate ship? All, all Assassin's Creed games going forward must include, must include pirate ships. <laughs> I am saying that all games of <laughs> any kind have to have pirate ships. Yeah, I think you can leave it there or I think the Bayonetta line is funny too or any yeah. game in there. Any oh, The reality is that it, there's the games like the I mean, we should talk to Kiko. I, it seems like a pirate ship of some kind is exactly the sort of thing she would fight on the on the deck of. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I bet it's in there It somewhere. might be in there, yeah. <laughs> right? We're going for Assassin's Creed Unity. Right? No pirate ship, no sail. I don't mean like a mainsail. I, 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 want, I want there to be other one other sail. Uh, uh, Stancil? I have it. Isn't it stancils? There's, yeah, 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 yeah. See, you know... Why do you know that word? Uh, from the... Uh, yes. Pirate songs. That's right. Our stuncil bones is carried away. Yeah. What care we for that sound, right? Yeah. That shit ball. Oh, uh, we're down for a sense of unity, right? No pirate ship, no sail. I don't mean like a mainsail or a foresail. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to buy it. <laughs> going to buy it. That's ridiculous. You can't give someone a pirate ship in one game and then take it away in the next game. It's rude. <laughs> it's rude. Do you want all Assassin's Creed games going forward? Yeah, that's back, good. And then take it back in the next game. It's rude. <laughs> it's rude. <laughs> like, that face is going to be awesome. Yeah, it's rude. Because especially fucking Gabe holding forth yeah. on social graces. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to buy it. Uh, you can't use one game and then take it back in the next game. It's rude. I'm saying that all Assassin's Creed games going forward must include pirate ships. I am saying that all games of any kind be mostly about pirate ships. <laughs> yeah, I think that's good. Yeah, yeah. All right, we're done. Yeah. Do you want to read it or did we just read it? We just read it. What's the, yeah, what's the, what's the etiquette? Now we're done. Podcast listeners, it has been our great pleasure to assist you. Oh, when I cast the pot, it's like I cast the 
rod, keeping it hard like a motherfucker gas robot. I'm really cod. Today's fresh catch. I mean a podcast. Something about nets. Yes, it gets better when it's winter. I'm fettered by my fish gear. Catch and release. Get in that crease when my fish near. Talk about a plant best laid off that stray. And yes, I crave that tuna with his peck fins blade. But while I'm glistening from the whole sea, you better listen into TLC. I got that. I got that wild caught salmon. It's tender and it's moist. Downloadable content. A podcast of choice. Jesus.